Hi there, welcome to Creating Harmony Every Day. My name's Kerry Spina and I'm absolutely honoured to be here supporting you in your journey of raising and educating the next generation to be the resilient, kind and connected generation. And today's episode is on growing patience. Drum roll. Who doesn't want a little bit more of that? I, in my world over the past few decades, parents and educators all over the world chant the want and need for more patience. Patience can't be acquired overnight. It is just like building up a muscle. Every day you need to work on it. That beautiful quote is from Eknath Eswaran. And what's being said is there's no magic wand for patience. It's like a muscle. We need to intentionally, daily work on practicing it. And that's what I love about patience. It's what I love about nurturing inequalities of children, that it's a daily intentional thing. It's why and how we can create harmony every day. So why why is growing patience important? Why do we want so much of it? Why is it for me in my world, the number one thing that we want to have more of, the thing we feel that is just out of our grasp and we'll never get it to the skill that we want it. I believe we want it because of the way it makes us feel. Patience helps us to feel more calm and connected. And that's the very big why patience is so important and why I've dedicated this whole episode around growing patience. Patience brings more calm and connection. So that's why we want it. But why do we want calm and connection? Because calm creates safe and brave spaces for our children. Calm creates and patience creates calm and calm creates safe and brave spaces for our children to be themselves, to show who they are, to have a voice, to be okay to make mistakes, to be in an environment that empowers them to be themselves. That's what calm creates. And patience brings more connection so that children and that we feel seen, heard and valued. So we can come back to our daily practice of patience because it brings more calm and connection and because of what that gives us, safe and brave spaces for ourselves and for the children in our care. Patience is a virtue and a character strength that helps us to slow down and practice mindfulness. How beautiful. It helps us to tune in and work at our own natural pace and not be pushed and pulled by outside influences. And we know the push and pull of outside influences. We know the time restraints and the timelines and we know we need to be here and there. We know we have outcomes to achieve. We know there's things we need to do. So what I love about growing our patience is it helps us to work in our own natural pace. And it's really important to honor your natural pace and the natural pace of others. For myself, my natural pace, I move quite firm and fast, quite steady and fast, but purposefully. And I've got family and friends 
who move a lot slower than me. If I pass them a passage to read, they may take a long time to read the passage. You pass me a passage to read, I like to to do it a lot quicker and, and, and feedback and respond a lot faster. So we all have our own natural pace. It's not to say that we can't slow down and we can't be patient, but our own natural pace is what we need to honor for our own values and virtues. So that if a colleague's after something, I oh, can you send it over and you feel pushed and pulled, you can put in healthy boundaries. I won't be past, I won't be sending that over now. I need to look at it. I'll get it to you in the next 24 hours. And that's honoring your own natural pace. So it allows us to respond to life's challenges rather than reacting to them. And this is what patience brings. It brings more love, more calm, more peace, more acceptance and connection into our lives. So that's the big why. The big why is creating safe and brave spaces for our children and ourselves. So how do we do it? We do it through modeling patience. And a simple and effective way, although simple doesn't mean it's easy to practice, it's an intention for daily practice, is to encourage patience in your tone and your body language. It's said in the coaching world that non-verbals are 93%. So that's a massive amount. Um, So our tone and body language send the message of what we're saying. So our body language and our tone send the message of what we're saying. So our body language and tone send the message of what we're saying. So our body language and tone send the message to what we're saying. So our body language and our tone send the message to what we're saying. I think you get the point. You can hear five or however many I said examples of how we use our tone to send the message we want to deliver to someone. So it's not only what is said, but how it's said that models and encourages patience. So take your time, take, uh, tune into your tone, catch yourself in the act. If you feel your tone has gone off track, if you feel yourself being harsh or overpowering in your tone or being aggressive in your tone or being questioning and meek and mild, tune into it, notice it, practice it. Self-awareness is the key to it and then model it in how you want to deliver your message. And then during the week, reflect on ways in which you are conveying patience in your voice and language, not only outwardly, but in your self-talk. Be gentle with yourself. When you are tired, hungry, run down, overwhelmed and, and low in energy, you will respond differently as do children. Allow allow yourself to walk away, to accept differences, to see things in a new light, to see things from a child's perspective, to enjoy the moment rather than rushing to be somewhere else. Tuning into your tone can be a very simple and great way to practice daily patience. So how does it look like in action? A great way it looks like is what does it sound like? And I call it catching them in the act and looking for times when you notice or recognize patients being shown 
or intended. When a child chooses any form of patience, use meaningful phrases and growth mindset praise so that that sustainable acknowledgement and feedback to help them connect to the meaning to their actions. So what they're doing, the choices they're making and the actions. So here's some examples. Thank you for being so calm and waiting for me after school. I'm sorry I was a few minutes late. Thank you for showing patience with your sister when she came over and played with your new toy. That was a kind thing to do. Thank you for waiting so patiently and peacefully. I know you were really, really hungry and I appreciate that you did not whinge or complain. It really helped me. Thank you for your patience in helping me to slow down and take my time. I feel nice and calm now. Thank you for your patience while I was speaking on the phone. That was a really important phone call to me and I could see you waited so calmly and it means a lot that you helped me out. So you can see there's ways that you can praise, give meaningful, descriptive feedback to help a child and to help yourself notice when, a ch- when children are being patient. And what it does is it powers up this really positive energy. It brings connection. You connect in that moment. It's a beautiful, positive communication tool to catch children in the act using this type of praise, using growth mindset praise. So another thing is time for yourself to to have more self-care and to give back to yourself, to to honour your own well-being and notice where in your, your day you can fill your own cup. Now, I know this question's asked lots of times in lots, in lots of books, in lots of workshops, in lots of frameworks. How do you fill your own cup? It just starts to, like water runs off a Teflon um, frying pan. We want it to stick. Start actually asking yourself that question and being honest with yourself. Start when you ask yourself the question, how can I fill my cup? Really mean it. Treat yourself like you treat the children in your life. Where in your day can you give give back to yourself? What does it look like? What does it sound like? It could be your self-talk. What does it feel like in your body? These are the things that are going to give you the energy you need. And when you fill your own cup, you you cultivate your own well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your mental well-being, your social well-being. You feel better from the inside out. And when you feel better from the inside out, you act better, you respond better, you are way more patient. You respond rather than react to life's challenges. And the next thing is, what do you value? Rather than looking at, I need to practice patience, power up what you value, your values. What are the things that matter to you? Notice them, lift them, breathe them. Bring that energy into your life. Breathe energy into your values. When you are aligned to your values, you are living true to your authentic self. You are being who you are and what the world needs. That will help you bring out the best in yourself and the people in your care. And then reflective questions, another way to model patience. I want to share with you that reflection is so so important 
we re, we are consumerism junkies. I am a lifelong learner. I consume information daily. I every day I take in information. I am learning something whether it's new or relearning something. It empowers me. But what we need to remember and what I also need to remember is content is only one part of the learning and the growth. It is the information is only one part. Two parts of content and information is the practice. What we do with that information. What you do with this information from the podcast, sitting and listening to it is only one part of your growth and learning. It's what you do and put into practice that brings the growth, the two parts of learning. So really taking in the information, the content and the practices is two part, but the last and final part of growth that brings the whole thing together is reflection, a very important part of our growth. So how do we reflect? And I want to invite you to have some reflective questions around patience. How has being patient helped me today? So writing it down, asking yourself the question, I know how it's helped me. It's helped me feel more calm in my body. I feel a better person when I'm patient. I feel happy. I feel that I love people. I want to help people and support people. I feel I want to support myself. So that reflective question, how has being patient helped me today? How has it helped others? How do I encourage children to be patient? And then another question is, what frustrates me most? So what gets in the way? Find those blockers. Make sure you know they're there, those roadblocks. What frustrates you? What are your frustrations? I know some of mine. And and when we get to know them, treat your frustrations like a friend, that we're not pushing them down and stuffing them down. We're bringing them to the surface. They can't control us anymore. When we know our frustrations, we can sidestep or we can go through them. We can feel them, move through them and respond how we want to respond rather than react. We can be more patient. We can be our authentic self. So lucky last reflective question, how do I feel after I take time for self-care? So how do you feel in your body? How do you feel in your mind? How do you feel in your heart, your soul? How do you feel? Feel what you need to feel when you've had self-care. Tune into how you feel after you've given it to yourself so that you in, you anchor that in and what it feels like so you want more of it. So you give yourself more of what brings out the best in you and cultivates that flourishing and well-being. So I hope this podcast brings you comfort to know that practicing patience isn't just about learning to wait for things. Patience opens us up to experiencing safe and brave spaces in our day and creates inner calm and connection so that we feel seen, heard and valued. Our first opportunity and what this whole podcast has been about is role modeling patience and that comes from within. 
taking time to care for our body, our mind, our soul. The practice of self-care ripples into our parenting and into our educating, showing children that we value who we are. And yes, as we are often reminded, at the most opportune times, patience is a, is a virtue, a beautiful and wise one at that. So I hope and my wish is that you allow patience to lead you to that gentle place within and that you be all that you were meant to be for yourself and for the children in your care. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the practice of patience. Ciao for now.